Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. This is Eric Christensen, pharmacist. And today we're going to cover Apixaban which is an anticoagulant brand name Eliquis. And starting off with its mechanism of action, this drug inhibits the clotting factor 10A. Uh, Now, clotting factors are kind of what they sound like. They're very, very important in the clotting cascade and the formation or production of a blood clot. So these drugs inhibit that production of a blood clot, which can obviously be good in certain situations where we've got a clot that uh, causes a stroke or causes a DVT, for example, or a PE, pulmonary embolism. Uh, These drugs can help uh, prevent that and or uh, treat that in certain situations. So when we go through that mechanism, the obvious downside or potential for concern is that we thin out the blood and thin it too much. So bleed risk is a big, big concern uh, with any anticoagulant. Um, This one is a a newer, somewhat newer anticoagulant, uh, maybe 5, 10 years old now at at this point, but in comparison to warfarin, obviously is a much, much newer agent. Uh, That leads to the uh, potential downside of cost issues. Uh, So these drugs are are much, much more expensive as far as just the the pill um, compared to uh, warfarin. Uh, Unique advantages. Okay, so why would we Um, In a patient with atrial fibrillation at risk for a thromboembolic stroke, why would we use these drugs instead of warfarin if they're um, more expensive? So the really nice thing about this drug in particular, and I'll I'll talk about some of the others like rivaroxaban on on an upcoming podcast, but with uh, apixaban and the others, uh, these drugs have a stable dose. So with a fixed dose, patients do not need to come in and get their INR done. So that's uh, probably the biggest advantage from a patient adherence convenience uh, type perspective is that we don't have to monitor that INR. Now with that said, I've had a lot of patients in practice that are not adherent with medications and you may not be very comfortable with a medication where we don't have to monitor that INR because that INR does tell us a story and can help us potentially uh, identify if there's adherence issues or other concerns going on that have led to kind of altered concentrations in the blood. So just kind of keep that in mind that certainly it's a, a very nice patient convenience not to have to check INRs 
But in the situation where we're questioning if they can um, adhere to therapy or there's a reason to question that, uh, that can be uh, helpful to, to check that INR, even though it's inconvenient for the, the patient. Uh, comparing apixaban to warfarin, uh, the onset of action, of anticoagulant action, is much, much quicker for apixaban, so that is certainly nice. Warfarin takes a few days, usually, to kind of get up to, to speed, at least, um, and get into that therapeutic level. Uh, the cost issue uh, kind of talked about differences there. And side effect profile, so we do not monitor INR with apixaban or Eliquis. Uh, however, it is very important to you know monitor periodic CBC, risk of bleeding, you know bruising, uh, things of that nature. And also keep an eye out for um, drug interactions, which I'll, I'll talk about here. Um, after the break. Uh, common uses, so prevention of stroke in patients with atrial fibrillation and DVT or uh, deep vein thrombosis or pulmonary embolism uh, prophylaxis or treatment. Those are the, the two um, biggies and, and very common uh, things there. Remember with atrial fibrillation, we've got that CHADS uh, to VASC scoring to determine whether patients are at risk and how great is their risk um, in patients who have atrial fibrillation. So important to uh, always remember that. Now, I did mention that there is fixed dosing with apixaban compared to warfarin. However, that does come with a caveat. So the three big things I remember with dosing is the patient, if they have two out of the three following things that I'm going to talk about, the dose in atrial fibrillation should be reduced to 2.5 milligrams twice per day. Now, there's other clinical factors and, and different things too, like drug interactions that can um, impact what you might see or what you might do clinically. Um, but those three big factors you need to look out for, age, 80, so age greater than 80, very important one to remember. Um, kidney function, so if their creatinine is greater than 1.5, that's another one to remember. And weight, so very light patients, uh, less than 60 kilograms. So I remember 80, 60, 1.5. I just kind of put that in my head. So if you're taking, you know, pharmacology exam or preparing for boards or, you know, whatever you're, you're doing or preparing for, uh, 80, 60, 1.5 is a good way uh, that I try to remember those numbers. Okay, age 80, uh, creatinine 1.5, um, 1.5 and the, the weight 60. So definitely remember that if you've got two out of those three, uh, the dose uh, should be reduced. So kind of a unique... Um, dosing situation there. So we're going to get into drug interactions, but I want to make note that I have um, updated NAPLEX, BCPS, BCACP, BCGP study material content. So if you're a pharmacist, pharmacy student looking ahead to uh, 2019, um, I have historically updated uh, my study material content in the uh, September-November time frame. So those are all up to date, ready to go if you're uh, seeking board certification 
uh, for a pharmacist in any way, shape, or form. So NAPLEX, BCPS, BCACP, and BCGP content is ready to go, and you can find that at meded101.com. Now let's get into drug interactions, and when I think about apixaban and drug interactions, I definitely feel a little bit more comfortable than I do with something like warfarin. Um, warfarin tends to have a lot more drug interactions. However, there definitely are some uh, significant ones with apixaban that you should think about. And just a, a little tip, um, you know, maybe you've got a, a patient history or you know their medical background a little bit. So what I think of is seizure disorder, uh, HIV, and potential uh, cardiac arrhythmias and things like that. If you see any of those potential diagnosis and maybe potentially also a, an infection of some sort, um, if you see any of those potential diagnoses in a patient that's taking a Pixaban, definitely be sure to check their medication list. So there's HIV meds that can interact with the Pixaban. You've got to remember that. Uh, there's en old enzyme inducers, uh, so like carbamazepine, for example, that can definitely increase um, or cause an interaction with apixaban and actually lower blood concentrations of the drug, potentially leading you to a pro-clotting uh, type situation. Uh, Rifampin is another kind of classic enzyme inducer, uh, St. John's wort. Um, amiodarone can, uh, CYP3A4 inhibitor can increase concentrations, you know, making patients more prone to bleeding, for example. Uh, so those are kind of some of the uh, drugs that, that I think about um, when I think of a patient on apixaban that I'm keeping an eye out for. Again, not a totally exhaustive list, um, but definitely something you should think about and uh, look up if you're not sure. Of course, any medication that increases the risk of bleeding, that is going to be a potential concern or a monitoring sticking point uh, that we should be paying attention to. So you got a patient on aspirin, you got a patient on Plavix. Those are two commonly prescribed antiplatelet medications. Um, other things I think about over-the-counter NSAIDs. Classic, classic example of a medication that could cause a GI bleed. That apixaban thinning the blood could even uh, kind of ratchet up that risk. So I think that gives you a, a good sense of some drug interactions and some things to, to think about with apixaban. I think that'll wrap it up today. Remember, got that free giveaway. It's a 31-page PDF uh, on at reallifepharmacology.com. Go check that out. Uh, if you love the podcast, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Um, incredibly, incredibly important to us and, and greatly appreciated, certainly, uh, for those of you that have. So we'll wrap it up for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, take care and have a, a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.